Hello and welcome to another episode of Lizzie Loves Kitchen. Today I will be showing you one of my most recent go-to recipes and I will be trying a new protein bar which I'm very excited about. Um, I want to start out though by talking a little bit about something called Chronometer. This has been one of my go-to resources for figuring out if I'm on track with my nutrition since pretty much day one of my veganism. And I've been vegan for over 13 years. <laughs> I have gone in and out of using this. I don't use it constantly. But it's a really good way to check in and see if the way that you're eating is fulfilling all of your needs. Uh, it's very important, especially if you're transitioning from non-veganism into veganism, to figure out if you are still meeting all of those protein goals. I know so many people, the biggest, the top worry is like, I would go vegan, but where am I going to get my protein? Don't worry. <laughs> You go to chronometer.com, C-R-O-N-O-M-E-T-E-R.com. There's also an app. I'm pretty sure. There is an app. I use it, yeah. <laughs> um, it's extremely helpful. All you have to do is put in all the foods that you're eating and the amounts, and it'll tell you not only how many calories you're eating, but it'll tell you how much protein you're getting, how many vitamins you're getting, the amount of each one, so it's seriously helpful. Um, I love it for multiple different reasons. I think it's a really good way to show you if you're missing anything, because sometimes people will be hungry and they'll be eating thousands and thousands and thousands of calories, but they're still starving. They don't know why. That's actually a problem that I've found that a lot of people have when they switch to veganism. I'm always hungry. I tried going vegan, but I was just always hungry. I was hungry all the time. So then I stopped being vegan. Well, there could be a couple of reasons why you're still hungry. One of those reasons why is because maybe you're not reaching certain vitamin goals. Maybe you're not getting enough calcium. Maybe you're not getting enough iron. There are a bunch of things that it could be. You don't know until you put it into that little tracker, it'll show you. So instead of guessing or giving up before you even try, consider going to Chronometer, putting in all the things that you're eating for maybe just like three days, and then just see where you're at. If you find that you're super low on calcium or you're super low on fat or you're super low on carbs or vitamin A, any of those things could cause you to be perpetually hungry because you're hungry for that specific thing. So you're not really going to be full until you get enough of that specific thing that you're low in. Um, this is a really great way too if you have any kind of ailment, whether it be physical or mental, some deficiencies can cause mental and physical ailments. So if you have really high stress, sometimes people are super deficient in magnesium, but they're not aware of that. And fixing that magnesium deficiency could help bring their stress down a little bit. It's not going to cure all of your ailments, but it might. You never know. You don't know until you try. And it's good to make sure you're not deficient in things anyway. <laughs> um, I would highly recommend that everybody gets a deficiency blood test and a uh, food allergy test 
anyway at the doctor, but if you don't want to pay for those things or you don't want to do those things, consider just putting in everything you're eating into this little tracker and it'll show you what things you might be deficient in. So one thing that I really like to do is put in all the things that I'm eating for a week, see if I'm low in anything. And if I am low in anything, for example, maybe calcium, I will Google calcium deficiency symptoms. And if any of those things resonate, I will think, oh, wow, this would be really nice. Something nice to look forward to resolving if I just up my calcium intake. So it's a really interesting experiment to try. Um, and you can just Google, too, vegan foods that are high in calcium. And then just add some more of those. So Google is your friend. This is a really good tool. Chronometer can help drive you in the right direction of what to Google. So you're low on anything. You can also click on whatever it is. So like I said, calcium. It'll show you the foods that you've been eating throughout the day that have calcium in them. So you can just maybe up those foods. Or like I said, go on Google and then add some more foods that are high in whatever it is that you need. Sometimes supplementing can also be great as well. So this is one of my favorite tools. <laughs> Just for staying on track, for making sure that I'm getting everything that I need. Uh, it's really important to be informed when you're doing any kind of like diet or lifestyle transition. So if you are new to veganism, this is a great tool. Even if you're not thinking about going vegan, it's a great tool anyway. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I wouldn't go vegan because where would I get my protein? But like, y'all, where are you getting your vitamin C? Like, <laughs> there's so many other things besides protein that are very important to health. So consider trying this out. See where you're at and do some Googling if you're deficient in things. You might be surprised. I know for me, I had some deficiencies in the past and then I fixed them and then all of my acne went away. Or I just had more energy. I was feeling more full. Like, it's so fucking helpful. Give it a shot. Let me know how you like it. Let me know if it helps. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite things that I've come across in my many years of studying nutrition. Speaking of nutrition, I did recently find a new protein bar. I'm planning on doing some traveling, and I love having very easy to pack sources of nutrition with me to at least hold me over until my next meal. Um, I know recently here I did try a protein bar and I liked it, but honestly, it wasn't my favorite. I feel like I could do better. So I'm going to be trying this one for the first time today. This is called IQ Bar. Uh, wild blueberry flavor. It has 12 grams of plant-based protein, only 2 grams of sugar, 3 grams of carbs. It's paleo and keto and vegan. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'd be vegan, but I want to be paleo or keto. Y'all, you can still do it. You can still be vegan and do all those things. There's also gluten-free, non-GMO, soy-free, complete protein. Uh, it has lion's mane, MCTs, omega-3s, vitamin E, and so many amazing brain nutrients. I'm so excited <laughs> for this. So, let's try it. It 
it's like soft, but it's kind of crunchy. There are like little crunchy bits in it. It smells like a blueberry muffin. And it tastes like a blueberry muffin too, actually. It's 180 calories, so this is not something I would recommend as like a meal replacement. Like I said, just some, something nice to hold you over until you eat again. Um, take the edge off your hunger or hanger. But this is really, really good. This has 12 grams of protein, and it also has 90% of your daily value of vitamin E. That's awesome. Uh, a good bit of fiber. Only 2 grams of total sugar. 0 grams of added sugar, which I love. This is really good. Honestly, I think this is going to be my note. My new go-to bar. I like that it's sweetened with stevia. The last bar that I tried was sweetened with monk fruit, which honestly kind of gives me a headache, but I've never had any issues with stevia, so. I'm very excited about this bar. Let me know if you guys end up trying it. I think they have a bunch of different flavors too. I'll have to try the other flavors, but I'm excited to have a bunch of these. <laughs> that bar was so good. It really did feel like dessert. I love having dessert first. <laughs> But for dinner, I'm about to make myself some broccoli and cheese soup. Vegan, of course. I feel like I have to let you guys know that everything I'm making is vegan every time I make it. <laughs> I recently posted, like, I made a vegan tuna bowl. Somebody commented, like, but is tuna vegan? Like, yes, I said it's a vegan tuna bowl. <laughs> Should I say vegan tuna, vegan, vegan, vegan tuna bowl? Like, I feel like I have to say vegan in front of everything. But this is a vegan broccoli, vegan cheese soup. <laughs> and this has been a go-to of mine recently because it's so simple. It's very filling. It's delicious. It's cozy. And it's still a little cold. It doesn't feel like it's not winter yet. Is it? Is it spring? I don't know. It's cold. <laughs> uh, so I like to make this two ways. Sometimes I like to use just a bag of fresh broccoli. Sometimes I like to use a bag of frozen broccoli, but I pretty much always use like an entire bag. Um... You don't have to really measure anything, but I'll just throw a whole bag into a pot and then I'll add some salt, some pepper, turmeric, ginger powder. Um, you can add like garlic and onion powder too if you want. Um, but the most important part is nutritional yeast. Now, I've actually never used this brand. I usually use Bragg's is the brand. But I found recently that the seal is not fully sealed. So this one is sealed. <laughs> Terrasol is the brand. If you've never used nutritional yeast before, oh my god, you're missing out. This is one of the many perks of being vegan. You get to try amazing things that you've never heard of. 
Um, so basically, this is just like a powder, like a yellow, like flaky substance. And it's a miracle. <laughs> it's really just a miracle. Um, let me read you these nutrition facts. One tablespoon, a single tablespoon, is 20 calories and it has three grams of protein. So if you're ever like, oh my god, where am I going to get my protein? Just, just fucking dump some nutritional yeast and whatever it is you're eating. <laughs> Zero grams of fat. One gram of fiber. Or no, where's the fiber? Yeah, one gram of fiber. Three grams of protein though, per 20 calories. That's amazing. Three grams of protein per tablespoon. Oh my god, and it has so many B vitamins as well. Um, just in a single tablespoon, you get 330% of your daily value of B12. So, I know that's another thing that a lot of people are worried about when they go vegan, or even in general. Even if you're not vegan, B12 is something I think everyone should be supplementing. But this basically just tastes like cheese. Um, I really, I'm just so happy that this exists. So I add quite a bit of this, maybe like two tablespoons, maybe like three tablespoons to my pot as well. And I also add a big heaping spoonful of cashew butter. I used to make a lot of cashew sauces, but I don't know, my blender... I, uh, I don't have any more. I only have a tiny little, like, bullet blender, and I don't want to destroy it by blending hard-to-blend things in it. So I only really blend soft things in my blender now because I don't have a blend tech anymore. But um, I just buy cashew butter instead, and I just add that to things, and it basically makes a cashew sauce. So I have my broccoli in my pot. I've got my seasonings. I've got my nutritional yeast. And I've got a nice big spoonful of cashew butter. You can add as much as you want. You can really bump up the calories in this by adding like a couple of spoonfuls of cashew butter. That also bumps up the protein and fat. So this will be very filling. Um, altogether, this has a lot of protein from the nutritional yeast and the cashew butter. And broccoli has a lot of protein too. So this is amazing. This is one of my favorite things right now. Like I said, after you add all the seasonings, cover everything with water, bring it up to a boil, then bring it down to a simmer until everything is soft. Uh, but yeah, I just cook it like, I don't know how long, until it's soft enough to kind of like break up with a spoon. And then it's done. Uh, you don't have to make it super soft you want if you want your broccoli to have more of a bite to it. Do whatever you want. Season to taste. You don't have to measure the seasonings. Just just taste it as you go and you'll know if it tastes good or if it needs more like salt or anything. You can really add whatever you want to this too. This is just the base. You can add a bunch of hot sauce to this. You can add other vegetables to this. I think it'd be really good with some potatoes. But I, I like it the way it is. I love broccoli and cheese soup. It's a really nice, it could be a snack, it could be a meal. You can add rice to it if you want. Um, but yeah, this is my favorite thing right now. I have really been enjoying it.
Let me know if you guys end up trying this. I'm gonna eat it right now. Look at this beautiful bowl of broccoli cheese soup. Vegan broccoli, vegan cheese soup. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> it's very hot. I think you can see how hot this is. If you're not watching this podcast, by the way, there are video versions of it on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash c slash lizzielove or lizzieloveskitchen.com. And if you're watching this and want to listen to it, just go to, just search Lizzie Loves Kitchen on Spotify. Mm. Oh my god. It's so good. It tastes like cheese. I feel like for me, for something to taste like cheese, it needs to look like cheese. Which I feel like the turmeric really helps. Add that like orangey hue. And the cashew butter gives the fat. That makes it more like a full-bodied creamy cheese vibe. And the nutritional yeast just gives it that cheesy flavor. So... Yeah, I don't know. If somebody told me this was just a normal broccoli cheese soup that was not vegan, I would believe them. Uh, you can really trick your taste buds by hitting all those notes. You gotta make sure that you have the fat in there. I feel like that's one of the most important parts. I had some cheese crackers recently, vegan cheese crackers. And they didn't have that much fat. It just was not as satisfying as like a normal cheese would be. So, a fast flavor, you This would also be really good with cauliflower instead of broccoli or in addition to broccoli. You can really make any kind of cheesy soup that you want. Just switch out the vegetables, like like I said earlier, potato would be really good with this or instead of broccoli. So do some experimenting, let me know if you guys come up with any fun variations of this. I really like the anti-inflammatory properties of the turmeric and black pepper together, and also the ginger. I love all the B vitamins, the nutritional yeast, and all the protein. Healthy fats with all this? Oh my gosh. It's such a, such a fucking delicious and healthy and healing thing to eat. And it's cozy. I feel like I'd recommend that somebody would eat this instead of like chicken noodle soup if they had a cold. Because it's not going to be super inflammatory like the gluten and the chicken and chicken noodle soup. Mmm. It's so good. I wish I could just like package this up and sell it for you guys. But it's so easy to make. You don't even have to think. I like put it on my stove and just like let it cook itself for like 10 minutes or whatever. So those are my favorite things to make and eat. Things I don't even have to think about. Super easy. You just throw it all in one pot. Less dishes to do as well. Um. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love very simple things. 
It makes life easier. Less thinking equals happy Lizzie. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you're ever curious, if you ever make a dish and you want to know what the nutritional information is for that dish, just put it into chronometer. And then it'll show you exactly what you're getting out of it. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this soup. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Lizzie Loves Kitchen. As always, if there's anything you'd like to see in a future episode, please let me know in the comments. And if you'd like to support the podcast... Check out my Patreon at lizzyloveskitchen.com. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.